Good afternoon, Amari. How are you? I'm good. How y'all doing? We're doing good. Which car did you take to work today? <laughs> uh, drove a G-Wagon today. Okay. Yeah, okay, that's acceptable. Uh, 24 snaps against <coughs> the Saints coming off of COVID. Can you just take us through just sort of how you were feeling and why that snap count was where it was? Uh, yeah, um... Yeah, we played on Thursday. My first day in the building was uh was was it yeah Monday? But I uh, I didn't. I think I I went home that day. Like I came in the building and I went home, and then Tuesday I came in, but I didn't practice. Um, and then Wednesday was my my first practice, but it was like basically a walkthrough. Um, and then Thursday we played, so I think they thought that um, they were worried about my conditioning one, but also just me having so many injuries, they didn't want me to come out there and just hop on the field and, and get get a full workload after being out for so long because they were unsure about how it would affect my body. So. Well, we always, or at least I always ask you about all the different parts of the human body that can hurt and which ones are the most annoying. Does the amount of time that you got off plus that snap count, does that now have the body feeling about as good as it has all year or where are you at? Yeah, I, I feel real good, man. I feel phenomenal. Amari, we've, we've kind of through with the way the offense has kind of evolved and, and you know, the six and one start and then, you know, you and, and CD having to play, you know, getting banged up and having to play some things. And we're starting to hear about, you know, Jerry Jones coming on talking about routes and stuff. And, and I want to ask you a question for a guy that is a great route runner. When is there is there when teams play you like press, do you have to adjust your routes to be like, OK, I can't run this route at, you know, seven yards or I can't run this at eight yards. If I'm playing pressed or getting pressed, I might have to take this to six or seven. Are these adjustments that that you just have to make through the game? Because everybody seems to be talking about the fact that, oh, the routes are shorter, and that's the problem and all that. Is that something that, you know, you could kind of walk us through when you when you are that kind of a route runner and, how you know, how that, how that affects you when teams play a little press against you? Yeah, I mean, typically if you have a route um, – if you have a route and the cornerback is off, um, you you get your full depth no matter what. Like, it's no excuse for it. Um, but right. when you're pressed, um, obviously you're going to take a little bit more time at the line than you would if you weren't pressed. So um, at some um, sometimes it could be acceptable to cut the, the route short in that situation. Obviously not by much, but it makes sense because of the time and purposes, right? If the cornerback is off and you're just running full speed and you get your full depth versus the cornerback being pressed um, and you cutting your route a little bit short, it's going to time up the same. Um, and the quarterbacks understand that for sure. sure. Um, but there are a lot of times where it's just not not as acceptable. Uh, the, the, the bottom line is really um, – uh, you want to be on the same page as the quarterback because the quarterback is always right. He's the one running the show. He's the one running the whole operation, you know. So even if, like, if I if I go out there and run a route perfect, but he doesn't like it, he didn't like the feel of it, and that happens all the time, we'll have to change it. Like, for example, we'll, we put a play in, and I run the route exactly how coach wanted me to run it. Um, 
exactly how the, the route is supposed to be ran, but Dak doesn't, he doesn't like the feel of it, then we'll go and change it because, you know, we have to be on the same page with him. Now, when you say the quarterback's always right and he tells you how he wants it, do you at least stand up for yourself and tell him, like, listen, this is the way it was drawn up, that's the way it was coached, I ran it perfect, and then do what he wants or do you just do what he wants? No, that's where communication comes in. That you know, quarterback is a quarterback. He understands the quarterback position. He understands every position, but he's a quarterback. You know, um, you're a receiver. Yeah, yes, your feel for the route matters, and that's why you communicate that with him and try to you. you really, the 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 receiver's communication with the quarterback when there's you know a situation where it needs to be communication about a route. Really, you're just trying to convince them that, yo, like I like this better, and this is why. And then you try to you try to make them see it your way. And then once he sees it your way, and he still doesn't like it, then you'll have to you'll have to change it. It's Amari Cooper with us, as he is every Thursday here on your home of the Cowboys, 105.3 The Fan. Uh, the Cowboys offense, you guys were number one in the league about halfway through the season, and then lately not doing as well as an offense. When you look at it from a zoomed out perspective of just everything that is going on with the offense, would you say there's anything quote wrong with it or where are you guys off from what was getting done earlier in the year? Um, I mean, I would just say, you know, um, like if you look at success on a graph, you know, it's not just, you're not just going to be, gradually or exponentially going trending up you know success doesn't really look like that in real life you know typically it's you know you have that line and it's up it's down it's up it's down but it's still going up at the same time if that makes sense to you I think it would make more sense if I had a if I'm able to show you a visual instead of uh, verbally saying it but you know it's not going to always just be okay with a number one offense and we're always just trending upward without any dip you know sometimes there's dips but that's why you have the dips because you learn from them and then you expect to go back up so I think that's where we're at, we're at right now and it's a good thing for us like it's some positives that come out of win- winning these muddy type of games like we won last week um, because eventually you're going to get into a muddy game anyway when you play better teams if you make it to the postseason and stuff like that and you have to have experience if you're going to be able to win them so yeah, I mean, it's the NFL. The competition is stiff. So every every game not just going to be a walk through the park. Hey, Amari, your, your your head coach got up on the podium and cashed a big check today. You know, he, he, he guaranteed a win for you guys, you know. And Dak said, you know, yeah, yes, we're going to go win this game. Can we get you to go ahead and, and, and kind of <laughs> jump on, you know, jump on with the rest? Because on our show, we're, we're all for you, too. We're, we're, we're jumping on with – I guarantee to win as yeah, well. Yeah, we've all guaranteed to <laughs> win here. So can we, get, can, we get you on the, can we get you on the bandwagon with us? Of course, man. We're going to go out there and we're going to get the dub. There you go. There you go. It's easy. <laughs> that was one of the best questions I've asked I'll all year, That's right? a great question, yeah, Ryan. thank you. So, Amari, speaking to that confidence, obviously you guys went through a stretch where, you know, lost three out of four, you know, questions about, you know, this team and what they are going to be doing for the rest of the year. What was the message in the locker room between you guys about staying confident and staying locked into what you guys had to do and not focusing on, you know, outside noise or whatever the case may be to where you guys felt like that you were going to come out of it and ultimately be better, you know, because of what you guys went through? When, 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 at what time are you referring to? Like, because I was, I was out. Remember? 
Yeah, as as a team as a whole, what was what was going through your guys' mind with respect to losing those games, but then coming out on the side once you came back as well about what you guys were going to continue to do the rest of the season? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I wasn't really in a I wasn't really in a locker room when we lost. Well, we lost like two games when I was out, so I wasn't really I wasn't really here to be honest. And I came back like a a day or two before um, the game the the Saints game, but I wasn't really I, like I said I I was I had to go home. Cause I still had a cough, so I wasn't really, I wasn't really like involved like that really until we started, until we traveled to the game. So, do you consider yourself eight and two? That makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're not there, if you're not there during the loss, I would consider that. To yeah, be my I would say, Amar, you're eight and two. Is what I would say. Yeah. <laughs> nah. I, I go tell Mr. Jones right now. Hey, I'm eight and two, and if you know. Yeah, you, know, you need me more than anything. Right factor now. that into the salary. I'm yeah. very important yeah. around here. Yeah, uh, you know a couple a, a couple of things uh, over the last couple of weeks. Noticing with the wide receiver group, first of all, even on the plays, like I said, you played 24 plays, but it's like the plays when you were on the field. I feel like the team is way more successful with Michael Gallup. The thing that jumped out has been his last couple of toe taps with. CD, it's been that we're starting to see the college version of him in terms of after the catch, breaking tackles, making things happen. What would you say are the strengths, and maybe I just gave you the answer sheet, of your two running mates at wide receiver? Like, is there anything that you look at one of them and go, oh, man, I really like the way he does that? Yeah, I mean, you talk about, like, Michael Gallup. He's real freakish. He's a real freakish athlete. You know, um, so he's going to make those freakish plays that, you know, you didn't really think were possible to be made. You know, um, he just amazes you with some of the plays he's able to make, some of the catches he's able to go up and grab, his balance and everything like that to where um, he does a lot of things that everybody can't do. Um, with CD, uh, he he's like the complete package. You know, he um, he can do everything well. Um, and really with him, he's just filling in the gap um, of, of everything. Like, his hands are good, um, but I'm sure he'd tell you um, he wants to have better hands. His routes are good, um, but I'm sure he'll tell you he needs some improvement in that. Um, the way he goes up and attacks the ball is good. Same thing. So, um, yeah, th- those, are th- those are the things that sticks out about, about um, Michael and C.D., Amari, when you see this Washington football team, what kind of challenges do they present in their secondary that you're going to be keying in on as you guys prepare to take on Washington on Sunday? Yeah, I mean, they're a real physical group. You know, they're real grabby. You know, the refs ain't going to always call, you know, a flag on a guy grabbing you every single play. Um, so that's something that we're going to have to <coughs> we're gonna have to fight through and battle through. Um, and, I mean, they're a good group, you know. They have good speed and, and, and coverage skills. So, I mean, it's definitely going to be a challenge. I know they're going to try to come up and challenge us and, you know, stop. They're going to really put an emphasis on stopping the run and playing, and playing a lot of man-to-man and try to slow us down. So it's, it's, it's going to be a great challenge to look forward to. You've mentioned that you weren't a part of some of these games, but has that become a thing that you guys are seeing more and more as the season goes along? You'd like to think with the weapons you guys have and having a really good quarterback that if people want to try to take away the run and play man coverage, that sounds like a party to me. Is is that something that you guys are seeing more and more of? 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, it is. It does sound like a party, but you got to understand, like, this whole season with Dak, well, me, CD, me, CD, MG, and Dak haven't played a full game together. Like, we, we haven't. That's not something that we've, we've done this year. Um, you know, the first game we did, but Michael got hurt, like, early third quarter or something like that when CD had 100 yards plus and a touchdown. I had 100 yard plus, a couple touchdowns, and Michael would have easily had it. And when he got, we got, he got hurt, we went on that win streak. He came back. We all wanna, were on the field with each other, but he had a limited snap count. Um, he only played like 20-something plays. Um, and then after that, I caught COVID. Um, and then when I came back versus New Orleans, I had a limited snap count. So we, we haven't played a full – we all – all four of us together, we haven't played a full game together. So um, I don't I don't know if defenses really know what to expect from us out of a full game together. Like, if we go out there and play to our potential, which I know we will, um, it's just going to be real hard to stop. Mari, you you mentioned about you getting COVID, and you know, and it was brought up that you're not a vaccinated player or a vaccinated person. And this is your platform here. And listen, we're we're for you here. You know, we all believe that you should be able to do what you want. Did any of things change in your mind though as you went through that? Did you say, hey, maybe I need to look at this, or you know, I'm I feel good about where I'm at, made my decisions and stuff like that. And you know, can you can you kind of kind of walk us through that a little bit of maybe what you're going through while you're missing that time? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you know. <coughs> Sorry, I don't know if you noticed, but I um, I I just like learning in general. Like, it doesn't have to right. be about COVID or anything. I just I just love learning, so I'm always open. I always have an open ear toward learning something new. Um, I believe you know knowledge is an eternal journey. So um, you know, when I have information presented to me, I'm always gonna take a look at it. Um. But what was, I'm sorry, what was the last part of the question? Well, no, like I said, though, is there something, I mean, it, it, did you, maybe did you learn something while you were out that like, hey, yeah, being vaccinated might be something good for me going forward? Or is it like, no, I, I've, I've kind of done my own research and I'm going to stay where I'm at. And, you know, and that's kind of how I'm going to go. I, it, again, I'm not trying to yeah, yeah. You know, put you one way or another. I just was just curious because, again, I, I'm one of these guys that believe in people's choices. I absolutely, you know, when you. When you went out with it, we were all here like, hey, it's his choice. That's what he, you know, that's that's what he wants to do. So, you know, I, I just didn't know if there was something, though, that, you know, did, now that you missed a couple of games, did it make you feel any different about not being vaccinated or being vaccinated? Yeah, I see what you're saying. The thing is, it's just so difficult for me to answer this question because, sure. you know, um, it's just what I've noticed. People have a lot of pride, man, and everybody wants to be right. Um, and there's a lot of people on both sides who... You know, there's people who are pro-vaccination. There's people who are against it. And there's right. arguments to be made for both sides. But I learned a long time ago, you know, like, not to be a part of um, certain conversations because they'll only lead to arguments and, and, and quarrels, you know. And I don't – the reason I say it's hard for me to answer that question is because I don't want to be the impetus for that right now. Like, I don't want to be the reason – people are arguing over, uh, arguing again over um, the vaccination or, or anti-vax or pro-vax. So, yeah, that's it. Amari, what is your favorite flavor of wing? I just went with lemon pepper. We're at the bar restaurant in Deep Elm right now. What's your favorite flavor of wing? <laughs> 
I actually like it was I actually like lemon pepper mixed with mild. Oh, mixed with oh you go double oh, two mix, flavors. Okay. Yeah. And I, do you dip it in anything? Are you a ranch or a blue cheese guy? No, that's all the sauce I need right there. Okay, perfect. That's great. Now, can you co-sign that mayonnaise is disgusting? I don't eat mayonnaise. Oh, jeez, Amari. Let's go. Amari, why would you do this? <laughs> totally. You know, he is going to use this against me the rest of the day now. College and maybe teams the rest can't of... beat NFL teams. No, and that's Mayo what I was going to say. I was say uh, Alabama can beat anybody. That's what I'm saying right now. You okay. go beat Auburn. You go beat Georgia. You go beat anybody. Mm-hmm. So, Amari, I'm right about your football team, okay? But... And your take on mayonnaise, I don't appreciate it at all. I, that's just me. He asked me the question. You know, he he, he asked you the question. No, he, he, you know what? And I, you know what? You're right about that. And next time, I we're, we don't need to ask you that question. If you take that, if you that's your take. Exactly. <laughs> well, the natural extension is: How are you feeling about your Crimson Tide back into the college football playoff after you know destroying Georgia in the SEC title game? Yeah, I mean, you know. I feel strongly about them. I think they're going to um, go and have a chance at winning it all. You know, I think Coach Saban over there, he has a nice program going, um, a nice process going, and that's why they've been so um, successful. Um, you know, ever since the playoffs started, I think they only missed – I think they missed one. Yeah. Um, but they've been in every other one and had a chance to win a championship. Um, but it's going to be interesting, though. Like, anytime you play a good team um, – Right before, like in college, is interesting because you can play a team, um, and then you can turn around and play them again for the national championship. It's probably happened a couple of times. Um, I just know, I just know how how good Kirby is. You know, right. there's been times where yeah. he he, um, and I know how competitive he is. That's the thing. Like, there's been times um, where I would dominate spring practice. Like, I would, it's 15 spring practices. I would dominate every single last one of them. And then I get to the spring game, and he tell me like. You ain't gonna be able to do nothing this game. Trust me. I'd be like, "Yo, it's a spring game. Like, <laughs> you gonna scheme? You gonna scheme against me in a spring game?" And that's how much that's how much pride he has um, in 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 his coaching ability and um, in how his team uh, goes out there and and, and and performs. So I know um, just after that first game where Bama beat Bama beat Georgia, he's gonna make some adjustments for sure, and it's gonna be much harder if they do end up playing each other. Yeah, Mari, what if you guys lose to a group of five school? A group of five school? Yeah, you guys got Cincinnati first. They're not even a power five school. If you lose that one, will you go make fun of those players at Alabama? Why would I do that? Cincinnati is undefeated, right? Well, yeah, <coughs> but they're, you know, people say they're not even a real thing because they're not a power five. This is the first group of five school to even make the playoff. You guys are supposed to beat them by, like, 14. And if you don't, I think you have to shame your Alabama teammates. <laughs> you need to eat mayonnaise if that's the case. Ooh, mayonnaise yeah. bet. Mayonnaise bet, Amari. Yes. Man, listen. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I honestly think it's going to be a tough game. I mean, Cincinnati's yeah. in the playoffs for a reason. Um, it's going to be – it's going to be – it's not going to be a cakewalk. They got to go out there and execute um, – and, and I think they'll come out with the dub for sure, but it, it's not going to be easy. Like, don't be surprised if Cincinnati comes out swinging. Because you got to understand, they're an undefeated team. They have pride in performance. Sure. And also, they're playing Bama, so they're going to give Bama their absolute best shot, you know. Amari, how much are you guys going to win by? And will this be the week we remember as, oh, yeah, they do have those three receivers. And if you play press coverage, you get murdered. <laughs> 
I'm not gonna make any score predictions. Um, I already gave you. I feel like I already gave you enough with telling oh, you no, who's gonna good. win. <laughs> yeah, you're good. You're good. Okay. But you um, don't believe that's fine. I don't know. What are you doing right now? What are you doing? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. You know, I'm not a psychic or anything. I can't give you a score prediction, but um, you know, hopefully we go out there, we execute, and uh, we can come away with the dub. Mari, we appreciate the time. We'll catch up with you next week. Good luck. Hey, thank you. Appreciate y'all.